we actually had some internal quality testing that we weren't happy with on our original vape pens. So we so we held them up for a few months and we've since released them last month. But in doing that and, and trying to drive higher quality, we actually developed a product called Liquid Sugar. And it's really taking sugar, pure sugar concentrate, um, and melting it into oil. And oh, wow. we find that to really be incredible. Welcome to Healing Hearts, a podcast created by the Healing Center. Here, we explore passionate healing stories, educate on the power of cannabis, and so much more. We are once again live from the Center for Media Innovation at Point Park University for our Healing Hearts podcast. My name is Chris Cohan. I'm the co-founder of the Healing Center. We are excited today to continue our grower processor series. I am joined by John Kahn. He is the head of AgriKind. John, thank you for joining us today. We're excited to have you on the program. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for the uh, invitation. No problem. No problem. Why don't we start by telling us a little bit about how AgriKind got started, John? Yeah, well, we, uh, we basically uh, started the company back in uh, late 2016 uh, in hopes of achieving a round one uh, permit. We scored real well in the state, but having not been an operator before in other states, uh, we didn't score well enough. So we kept at it. We uh, actually opened up a hemp operation, a hemp cultivation and processing operation. We had some topical formulations that got us into the market. And... Um, brought those to market under under uh, uh, hemp derivation as opposed to marijuana, since obviously we couldn't do much with marijuana without a permit. Um, but we were successful getting those to market. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then when round two uh, opened up, we you know immediately jumped on those applications uh, and happy to say we, we scored well enough to uh, achieve one of the two permits in the southeast region. Well, that's fantastic. So, John, that gives you a unique perspective since you've been on both the hemp side and now you're on the cannabis side. I, you know, one of the things that we talk about doing a lot is a, a program for patients because we find at the dispensary level, a lot of patients often don't know the difference between CBD source from hemp and, and that which comes from whole plant. So it's, it's, uh, it's it, nice to talk to somebody who comes from both perspectives. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah, your, to your point, we've actually, uh, we brought nine of our hemp genetics into the marijuana facility to grow as marijuana. Okay. And um, as you know, as many know, uh, the hemp limits, you know, require THC levels to be below 0.3%. Um, but so many strains, especially the ones from out West come in at 0. 0.7, 0. 0.8, 0. Sure. 0.9, it really constitutes marijuana under federal law and even state law. So, um, What's nice about those strains is they'll yield 17, 18, 19% CBD, which is really a great source sure. for uh, flower products, but also concentrates and extracts. Excellent. Yeah, it's. It, I've been hearing an awful lot about that. That level's been being uh, pushed an awful lot by the, the federal government, I guess, making sure that we stay underneath that for the, for the yeah. CBD. Yeah, yeah, exactly true. So tell me yourself, about yourself, how did you decide to get started in this industry? Well, um, candidly, I had been an adult use user for probably 35 years. Uh, and, you know, like many uh, recreational users, I was really self-medicating. I was using it for anxiety, for pain, and uh, after a while for diabetes, actually. Um, I was in, uh, personally was a uh, IT um, enterprise architect, uh, enterprise project manager for about 24 years. 
worked in banking uh, risk management for about 11, but then in life sciences for about 14, 13 and a half. And um, you know, built, built a number of drug development and management systems, uh, led Cigna uh, Insurance's e-prescribing system implementation, and then uh, worked on an FDA, or bid out and won an FDA uh, laboratory systems replacement project across all 16 labs. And, um, you know, really got to see drug development from the traditional side of things. Didn't really put together uh, use of medical cannabis until uh, early 2000s when I was diagnosed with diabetes and I had been on metformin for a couple of years. Uh, it had worked to control sugar levels for me and, and suddenly sort of stopped. And uh, remembered my olden days um, in consulting uh, when I had tried it thousands of strains uh, when I had been over in Amsterdam and reverted back to a few strains that happened to be high in THCV, uh, namely Durban poison and, and a phenotype of blue dream that was unusually high in THCV. And I had actually lost 60 pounds in four months using cannabis, wow. which is pretty unusual for uh, many people get hungry, uh, depending on what strain you, you use. Um, but my A1C went from an eight nine to a five three in in four months. That's amazing. We get we get an awful lot of requests for that particular cannabinoid. <laughs> there's sure. there's no doubt. It's uh, people have caught wind that what I can actually lose weight with cannabis. Most people yeah. think that's only the other way around. So it is it is uh, great to hear from you speaking your own story there because it it gives everybody a little perspective on this unknown that we're, we're all every day studying and finding more and more out about. Uh, tell me what's going on at Agrikind. You guys got any plans for new products, expansions, anything like that? Absolutely. Well, we, we were, uh, we took the department of health guidance very seriously, uh, with respect to going out the first 30 days and, and really getting as many genetics as you could possibly get. Okay. So we, we, as a company have 307 strains in our strain bank. Wow. And, we're only growing, currently we're growing about 60 of them on a regular basis, 40 of them commercially. And then we sporadically, uh, every other cycle, we'll introduce two or three new strains. But we're continuing to do um, phenotyping projects on those new strains that we haven't used yet and releasing new ones every month. As a matter of fact, last month, we, we have been um, searching for strains that, that are high in THCV and uncovered two that we actually had that we didn't know we had just because we hadn't grown them. So you know, those will become part of our normal product line uh, from a strain perspective. From product matrix stance, um, we have been releasing new products pretty much every month for the past six months. So we um, initially obviously started with flour uh, and wax and butter and crumble. Uh, then we moved to diamonds and sauce and then some live extracts. Um, we actually had some internal quality testing that we weren't happy with on our original vape pens. So we so we held them up for a few months and we've since released them last month. But in doing that and, and trying to drive higher quality, we actually developed a product called Liquid Sugar. And it's really taking sugar, cured sugar concentrate um, and melting it into oil. And wow. we find that to really be incredible. Um, both we have a quality group internally, as well as uh, a niche, an external quality group we released to first, and the feedback's been extremely positive. Um, the product looks like distillate, it's very clear. It's not distilled, it's, it's just pure uh, BHO-based extract okay. that, that's got a lot of uh, 
post processing. So that's been a real big hit over the last 30 days. Uh, RSO was released about two months ago. And uh, over the next few months, uh, actually, Tinctures will be out this month. And next month, or maybe the month after, we'll be adding uh, topicals, which were, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the thing that actually got us into the industry from a formulation perspective. And they're all natural. You know, they're not, it's not lotion with cannabinoids added. It's, it's fully derived, uh, you know, from base ingredients and terpenes. Sure. Well, you mentioned a couple of things there that are very exciting to talk about. The liquid sugar is, is very unique and uh, I'm sure will be a very huge hit. Now, the other thing is I saw Lisa, our director of marketing across from me go, THCB? Is that what you were shaking your head at? He, Tell us. He said two strains, uh, but he didn't mention the two. So wanted to know what they were. Oh, okay. So uh, there's a couple things there. We talk a little bit about THCB and as well as uh, two strains that Lisa was curious about. Yeah, one of them, believe it or not, is chocolate tie, okay. uh, which we didn't expect Ooh. to find it in, but we did. Um, and this, the second one, I honestly don't remember off the top of my head. It was a little lower. Uh, the th the chocolate tie was three and a half percent, which is actually very high for THCV. You don't need the type of concentrations that you need with THC. Right. Uh, so it's, it, you know, the, the, the highest clocking strains I've ever seen in the country are about six. So it's, it's pretty, pretty phenomenal. And when you make extract products with it, obviously you can concentrate it even further. Sure. Um, we also have lemon dog cookies, which has been a kind of a day one strain for us. That's got about one, a little less than one percent. But again, when you concentrate it, um, you really got got a pretty good compound there for for uh, medicated purposes. There's also some terpenes that when you mix with THCV, um, they are also appetite suppressants. Whereas okay. THCV would actually actually helps glucose metabolism. So when you mix the two you really end up with a potent appetite suppressor. Well, we can see, I can see very clearly why you get along so well with Dr. Butler at our place. Cause you know, I don't know if I ever told you the story when he came in and interviewed, he was building molecules on papers for me <laughs> on the reasons yeah. as to why I should hire him. <laughs> so you guys are a couple, uh, a couple of molecule and, and, and chem nerds there. So you guys get along real well, but uh, for the rest of us who don't understand all that, it's nice to hear you speak about it too. Cause it helps us understand it a little bit more and what we're always trying to do is guide our patients appropriately so that they can follow everything from terpenes and cannabinoids to make sure that they find products that that go well with their own chemical makeups so that that's exciting thank you very much the Healing Center is Pittsburgh's best dispensary in Washington, Monroeville, and now Cranberry. Tune into the Healing Hearts podcast to learn everything about the Healing Center, the Pennsylvania Medical Marijuana Program, as well as the grower processors and their medicine. Go to thehealingcenterusa.com for all the details. Um, let's see, what else can we talk about today? Oh, some of your favorite products, you know, on on the Agrikind menu. What are some of the some of the ones that you feel are like the go tos? Well, I personally am a uh, more of a sativa user and, and even, you know, the sativa indica terminology, whether you believe in it or not, has been a classification for many, many years where historically the indica strains are, are more uh, sedative, uh, you know, indica couch was always sort right. of the, you know, the slang for it. But I'm more of a sativa user. Um, I tend to be a workaholic and I like strains that make me focus that, you know, kind of relieve the anxiety and, and for some sativa increases it. But right. for me personally, I really like those strains. So 
you know, I'm a big Dream Queen fan on, in terms of strains. Lemon Dog Cookies, I think, is probably one of our best medicinal strains along with Ice Cream Dream. And the reason is the vast variety of compounds that are found in it. So Lemon Dog has a very high percentage of CBG in addition to a strong THC level, you know, 18, 19%, which, you know, isn't 30, but we're strong believers in entourage effect. Yes. Meaning it's a collective, you know, collective effect of cannabinoids, terpenes, sugars, waxes, everything all together that, that result in that effect. And Chris, you know, as well as I, you can go to a dispensary, you can buy 10 different strains that all have the exact same THC CBD percent. And all 10 are going to do something totally different. Well, it's, and, yes, no doubt. We talk about that a lot at our at our stores all the time because <laughs> we have to fight that with people. They come in, they're looking, sh- shopping strictly from THC percentage. And it's yeah. like, I'm, I, you know, we use this example all the time. Do you go in the liquor store and ask for the highest concentration of alcohol that you can possibly get? You know, you might yeah. as well just order grain alcohol when you walk in, right? So, exactly. And that's that's the same kind of mentality we have to take here because we are strong believers in the entourage effect. I can show people many a flower that's in the teens on the THC against one that's maybe mid-20s, and I strongly believe that, that this is a better flower. And yep. and because uh, of the full terpene can- and cannabinoid profiles, so again, there's a lot of experimentation there, which is what we you know we recommend to people is you know you start slow and you find things that work for you, and then you go along and find other strains that match up similarly, and uh, kind of find your sweet spot. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So so to that point, we're all about cannabinoid profile, and and I personally find lemon dog cookies and drink queen to be. You know, Lemon Dog's got enough THC, it's got CBG, it's got a very small, if any, CBN, which can make you tired, um, but it's got a great terp profile, which also tends to relieve pain and, um, you know, then it, using it in all of its forms. So we find Lemon Dog RSO is, is for me, one of our best products that we have. Fantastic. Um, well, you know, you mentioned how many, how many strains in your library there? Currently, I think 307. We had about 330. Yeah, 330 when we started. And we've done some phenotyping. We've actually gotten rid of a few strains because they don't grow well or they hermaphrodite or what have you. But yeah, we've got about 80, 60 to 80 that we grow. And and when I say that, we actually have active mother plants for those 60 to 80. Um, 60 of them are, are large enough that we can cut a batch, which is basically about 128 plants. And then, um, you know, we grow, I want to say, 25 commercial strains every two months. And then we alternate 10 or 15 of those. So we'll have our steady ones like Lemon Dog and uh, Dream Queen that we grow every month. So we make sure we have harvests uh, available for patients uh, on a regular basis. And then based on patient feedback and uh, a combination of how well they grow and how reliable they are, you know, we'll we'll add or subtract one or two of the commercials on a on a bi-monthly basis. Well, this is going to make this my last question for you very difficult for you, I'm sure, because you have 307 different options to pick from. But yeah. what I want to ask you is, if John, if you were one of your strains, which one would you be, and tell mm-hmm. us why? Well, it's interesting. I, I could answer that in a humorous way or, or in a uh, medicinal way. So why don't I try both? Yeah, why yeah. not? <laughs> I think sort of the funniest strain we have is called Alaskan Thunder F. 
Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, imagine what the four-letter F word is there. Um, and it's a true strain, um, but in all honesty, we haven't harvested it yet. It's it's one of our mother plants that's growing, and it's going to go into a cycle next month. Um, so I can't comment on the effect. <laughs> I would say lemon dog cookies would be my my strain of choice to be that strain for a few reasons. Uh, one, it, it's tall and lanky, which I'm not. It's very, it's very well built on the top. Uh, so if you look at the colas, they're huge, which, you know, might, uh, might give somebody the idea of a good physique, but, but mainly because it makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it seems to have that effect across the widest variety of patients. We'll get some feedback from certain strains where, Hey, I love this. And that uh, the next day, a customer or a patient will call and say, Hey, this is horrible. And, uh, the triple soma diesel was one of those. I happen to think it's the best diesel I've ever tasted, um, you know, across the world. And yet we've had some, some patients contact us and say it's too gassy. And, uh, when, you know, my, my perspective is, well, it's supposed to be, right? It's but, diesel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's, it's one lemon dogs, one where it just tastes really good. People generally like that citrus taste. Um, and the effects are generally fairly consistent. So I, I, I really enjoy that one. Well, I think you, you find people who really like the earthy tones and that, and then you have the others who are, are looking for a little tutti fruity. So you, yep. you know you get a little bit of both out there. And that's exactly right. yeah. Well, again, John, thank you for taking some time with us today. We really appreciate you. You know, I know you're very busy and telling us all about Agricon and what's going on. And um, we're live at the Center for Media Innovation at Point Park University, and we'll be back with some more grower processors. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. Thanks for listening to the Healing Hearts podcast, recorded at the Center for Media Innovation at Point Park University. For more info, visit thehealingcenterusa.com. Happy healing.